Good evening, guys. MWUSA Season 2, Episode 242. Hope everyone's doing well. It is a Sunday afternoon, evening, and I am off. Uh, just leaving the, the house right now. Uh, gonna go play some slots mainly. Uh, gonna have one session of blackjack tonight, and the goal is to make $2,000. Uh, a lot of things about the trip. Um, of course, I got back what uh, day before yesterday and learned a lot. I really did. I learned a lot about that area that I was. Uh, I learned a lot about other APs. I learned a lot about how much harder it is in other areas than it is in my neck of the woods uh, to make money. Um, I do believe that it is harder in that area than it is where I live. So. Um, there are a lot more people uh, checking machines, even playing blackjack. And although the blackjack rules are not that great there, uh, there's still a lot of people playing. And I was surprised. Uh, the one player that I played with on the last day was only spreading. I, I checked my records. He was actually spreading one to three, not one to two. But he was waiting for a true two count and then a, a true three and then a true five. So he went one, two, three chips at a true one, uh, true two, three, and five. So um, I was surprised at how hmm, um, clueless the casino was as far as counting cards. Um, there were a lot of background players there the limit on the table was uh, $25 to 200 most of the time. The one I played was $25, actually it was five to 200 or 25 to 500. And that's the table that I played, the 25 to 500. Um, and I noticed the Baccarat players were pounding it though. They were betting heavy duty. Um, they must have had I think they had a $500 limit too because I remember a guy betting a $500 chip on the main uh, number, on the main bet, and then betting $75 on each of the three side bets uh, in Baccarat. And I noticed that that table was completely full almost 24 hours a day as far as the Baccarat was concerned. So um, I checked my spread. I spread from one hand at 25 to one hand at 500 or two hands at 350 was the max that I went and they never called out uh, table max uh, they never called out anything they never called out checks played nothing and I was going from so if I was going from um, 25 basically to 700 when I'm doing two hands of 350 that's a 1 to 28 spread without any heat at all so very interesting. Uh, they had an interesting way of cutting the cards. Uh, I mean, as far as putting in the uh, the actual cut card, the end uh, to the shoe, um, they took the cut card and they put it sideways, lengthwise, on the shoe, on the cards, and then where it ended is where they cut it. So it's consistent. Um, and I have to check that, but I believe that's probably one, one and a half decks. Uh, not not great but not the end of the world you can survive you can make money doing that so um 
interesting. I, I did have a couple, I did have one other short blackjack session and I did win money on that. I won like, I want to say 350 or 450, somewhere like that. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast. I think for the entire trip, I ended up ahead um, between 3,000 and 3,500. Um, I thought it was a lot worse than that. Um, it felt a lot worse than that just because the plays were so hard to find and um, there were so many people checking machines. It was just insane. So I got so many steps in also. I got about almost 30 miles in uh, in three and a half days of walking. And the last day I did very little walking. Uh, let's see. Anything else I wanted to say about that? Uh, I think that that's it as far as the trip is concerned. Uh, I don't believe that I'm going to get to my goal this year now. I just don't think there's enough time to make enough money unless I hit it real hard. Um, and I may do that, do some of that tonight, uh, just depending on the opportunity that I get and how things are going, how busy it is, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, right now it is 37 degrees. I'm just heading out. I'm planning on hitting two slots, casinos, then a blackjack casino, then three slots casinos, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So uh, letting you go for now, and I'll be back to update you. All right, guys, I am back. I was expecting to be in there for 20 minutes or so. I was actually in there for about an hour, maybe just over an hour. Uh, what happened is uh, I go in, I, I see a machine right away, sit down, and I'm ahead like $160 right away. So very happy. Things are going well. I see a couple people I know, talk to them for a minute, move on to another machine, play that one through. It's a $5 machine, and it was in good shape. I sit down, play that through, end up losing. I end up down uh, down 150 or 160 after being up that much. So I lost about 300 on that machine. I find another one that's in decent position. It's frozen up, can't get to it. I move on. It wasn't worth me calling someone to fix it. It wasn't going to make me that much money. Go around the corner, check some machines. Two of the ones I wanted to check had people on them. So I said, well, I'll just come back, check them on the way out. Four of them actually did. So I move on and I see a machine that's like in a position that you never see it. So uh, just to give you an idea, it takes about 18,000 spins to get in this position and it generally doesn't last very long. So I see a lady playing it and she's not fast playing it, so I don't think she knows anything. So I say, okay, well, I'll come back. It could take a little while to get there, so um, let's just wait and see. I decide to go into the last area, walk in there. I see a lady on a machine. She's playing it at the $2 level and the $6 level is ready to hit. She's got like $180 in this machine. I'm watching her, she gets down to 80, she gets it up to 150, down to 20, up to 70, then she loses her money. I perk up a little bit. Then she puts another $100 bill in there. I'm there for so long, a guy walked by and was joking around with me and said, what are you doing, guarding that machine? So. I mean, I was there for a while. Uh, I was there for, for 35 or 38 minutes. I was looking at my, my watch, but um, finally decided to leave it because she just kept pumping bills in. And actually, 
in the middle of waiting for her, I went back to the other machine to see how it was doing. And this Asian guy that I know was sitting at it. And I'm like, oh, man, that lady got up and he sat down. I walk up to him and I say, oh, she got up. I can't believe it. He goes, oh, the lady you're watching back there got up? I said, no, she's still there. He goes, she's been there for over an hour on that machine putting money in it. Meanwhile, I look over and the Asian lady that I saw looks like it was his wife that was playing this machine. She's sitting on the machine next to this one, letting him take a few thousand spins on it. So uh, I said, all right, I'm out of here. So I ended up finally leaving. Um, at that point, uh, I'm just making one more lap through. And uh, so there were four machines I hadn't, I wasn't able to check. I check two of them. I go to check two of them and two people sat down right before I got there, like 15 seconds before I got there. I said, I'm, I'm not going to wait around. These machines are tough machines anyway. Um, they're very high variance, so they can get, get you where you want to go. Uh, but unfortunately, I didn't, just didn't want to wait any longer. It's already been dark for a long time, and I've got five more casinos to hit. Um, so I go all the way back to the front, and getting ready to leave, and I see one machine that's kind of there, just barely not there. It's $7.50 a spin. I think to myself, I'm down like $150 or so. Let, let's give it a, a minute here and you can tell by uh, certain things if it's getting close or not. So I said, okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. And uh, it did start moving the direction I wanted it to. And, but it started taking my money and taking my money. And I got down to 12 or $13 left out of my 500 that I started with. And it finally started to turn around and then it finally hit the big prize that I was going for and I ended up leaving with a voucher of $1,159. So I ended up ahead $659. So thankfully that all worked out, but I was feeling really awful. Um, you know, the, the one I played when I was up about 160 is kind of a tough machine, um, but it can go either way. It can, it can take all your money and generally does take a lot of money. Um, it can pay you nothing or it could pay you big time and I've gotten a lot of my W2s on that machine uh, this year but I've also had a lot of bad swings so um, you know I, uh, I want to mention too I had someone email me recently and I, I just want to say for anyone who emailed me I'm sorry I was behind on my emails I was five or six days behind I did reply to all of them I spent a couple hours last night working on them and I did reply to all of them. And if I did not reply to you, that means I didn't see it. Please send it again. Um, but I did have someone mention that he's going to an area. Um, he told me what area he was going to and his budget. And he was really worried because after paying for a hotel and stuff, uh, he was going to be pretty low on funds and, and wanted a little bit of advice on how to play it. And I gave him that advice. And... When you're talking about machines, if you have a low budget, you have to go with lower variance unless uh, your bankroll is replenishable. Um, I can start playing slots with $50 and turn it into a success, but I have to start with the machines that don't pay much and they have low variance and work my way up. Um, so if you're paying $200 a night for a hotel, I don't suggest 
starting with a super low bankroll, but if you have a decent sized bankroll and you're willing to take some risks, if you have a replenishable bankroll, then you've got to throw in some of these higher variance machines um, and they can give you a, the kick that you need to get, you know, a little bit more funds to be able to play the things you want to play. So I'm not saying to take a lot of risk, but I'm just saying if it were me, this is the way that I would play it and I've always played it this way. Um, and machines are going to have a lot less heat and most of the machines that you're going to play reasonably play um, with a low budget you're not going to get a W2 so um, you know I don't think you're going to get a lot of heat especially if you're not using a player's card so uh, go for it do what you need to do um, there's certain machines that I play that even at the top level I've never gotten a W2 because it just it doesn't get you there and those I love those machines because you get to keep all the money um, anyway, right now I'm moving on to the next spot. Um, everything is fine. Roads are dry. Traffic is a little, a little heavy, uh, but everything looks good. So I'm gonna let you go for now, and I'll be back soon to update you. Alrighty, guys, I am back. Uh, went into the next spot. I was in there for approximately 40 minutes or so, a little longer than I would have liked. Um, there were other people in there, not too many though. Uh, lots of customers so there were opportunities um i just w wasn't the one <laughs> that was playing them uh at least i didn't get stuck behind some lady for half an hour or more um let me think through this here walked in found a play right away made about twenty dollars on that one um went around and then went to the back area didn't find anything started swinging back and they put in a new game that I first played in Vegas when I was there. I mean, I was already familiar with it. I'd already studied it before I got there. But this game has many, many, many bet levels on there. Uh, I think 60 cents is the lowest, and the maximum is either... I think it's $100 maximum, so it's, a, it's quite a big spread. Maybe 50, somewhere in there. Um, but this young guy was playing it. Young white guy. And he is putting $20 bills in, playing at $6. And when he doesn't have enough for a $6 spin, he was changing to three. We didn't have enough, he changed it to 60 cents. And then he'd put in another 20 and over and over and over again. And I'm standing behind him and he doesn't realize it, but the one that's gonna hit is the 60 cents. So he's wasting all his money at $6, doing three or four or five, six spins, every $20, whatever. And, um, that's not the one that's going to hit. He finally gets up, moves over to the next machine. I sit down, and I play that one through. And it actually played pretty poorly for me, but I still ended up making some money on it, maybe like 10 or $12 on there, even though it was in nice position. I just got the bad end of it. So um, let's see, got up from that machine, and there was another machine close to it that was a fan favorite for a while. But then people figured out how big of a scam it was, and they completely stopped playing it. And in fact, they have this machine in the front and in the back of the casino. And in the back of the casino is where I've been finding plays on it. I think people kind of don't want to play it in front of other people because usually it steals your money, but when it pays out, it pays out well. So anyway, um, I find a play at $1.20 a spin and i'm probably in this thing for 15 spins or so uh, and uh, it was paying okay throughout 
I ended up hitting for 35 or $40 um, when I finally hit it. Um, then some of my favorites were definitely not available. And then I go around the corner, I'm in the home stretch, getting ready to leave, and I see this Asian guy who's a friend of mine, real nice guy, always talking to me, and he told me that uh, he's getting $800 a week right now in free play. So this guy definitely plays a lot. Um, I have personally seen him go through $20,000 on a machine chasing something. So um, it is possible, and even in a small town, a small city, people do that kind, of, that kind of money and it's crazy oh I wanted to, to mention uh, I wasn't even thinking about this uh, speaking of stuff like that there is an Indian guy like uh, from India Indian um, who plays this machine this machine has many many bet levels anywhere from I don't know 50 cents 75 cents something like that all the way up to over $200 a spin right so this guy will go through and do every bet level. He'll do like five at 75 cents, five at a dollar, five at two dollars, five at three dollars. He's insane. And then it'll get close to hitting, he'll switch the level. Close to hitting, switch level. And don't think that you're gonna stand behind him if you think it's about to win and get the machine. He will be there for like six hours. I guarantee you, if I came back here in three or four hours, he will still be at that machine pumping $100 bills into it. He probably brings twenty dollars or $30,000 to the small-time casino, and they must just love him because that machine is at like 87% return to player, and he is just getting destroyed on that machine. Even people like me who know what they're doing somewhat, I don't know how much of an expert I am, but I think I'm an expert. Um, when I play that machine, I've taken some enormous dives on that machine. I'm talking $4,000 downswings on that machine, and that's leaving down 4,000 after hitting what I'm chasing for. So uh, definitely a very difficult machine. There are some new machines that they're putting in that are such low return to player that it's almost like, I don't know what the minimum is. Is the minimum 80? And I'm seeing some that are so incredibly low that people don't have a chance. And it's a shame because a lot of the new machines have such nice graphics and stuff and the machines fizzle out in no time because they have it set so tight, no one can win on it. And even though it's nice graphics, nice music, nice bonuses and stuff, people can't afford to play it very long, so it's a shame. Um, you know, do you, you shear a sheep for life or do you just kill it one time? Um, I guess they don't really give a damn because there's new young people coming up all the time. Anyway, right now, moving on, we're gonna go play some blackjack and uh, see if we can wreck this casino a little bit. Um, I don't mind getting a little bit of attention today. Uh, I've been kind of in a bad mood for a couple weeks and I'd like to do something big. So hopefully we have some nice variants. We don't get buried right away. Uh, if we're ahead right away, I don't mind trying to push it a little harder, trying to make my spread a little bit bigger and uh, seeing if we can have a big day today. And uh, to all you experts out there, I don't care what you say. I'll do what I want. If I want to spread big, I'll spread big. And uh, I've got a good enough cover. I think I'm good for a while. Anyway, moving on to this next spot. Uh, temperature is still okay. Still 34 degrees. There's no precipitation. Precipitation. So I'm not worried about slick roads or anything at this point. Uh, so letting you go, I'll be back. 
All right, guys, I am back. I thought I would be in here for maybe hour, hour and a half. Nope, two hours and 50 minutes I was in this place. I was at the blackjack table for two and a half hours. From the first hand, I was down, and uh, I bought in for 500 on a $50 table. Um, had the most stable table that I've ever seen for the first hour and a half. First hour and a half, my initial $500 buy-in held. So I never had to rebuy for an hour and a half. And what's more amazing, I was never ahead for that hour and a half. So for an hour and a half, I was treading water between 50 and 500 on a $50 table. That, that's a 10 unit. And uh, that was over eight eight shoes, eight six deck shoes. And uh, she was putting the cut card at about seven eighths, 0.875 of a deck. So, um, you know, usually this place is a little bit better, but I wasn't complaining. Um, all the shoes were negative on that initial table. I had, I think, nine shoes total. I had one shoe that had positive counts, and my biggest bet was $100. Finally, finally, after all those negative shoes and big negatives, I finally saw another table open. I switched over to the other table. I went over there, started playing over there. At that point, I had bought in for a total of 3000 At that point, I had exactly $300 left and uh, maybe three twenty-five. dollars uh, And I, I go over to that table, start playing, and it had a little bit of a rocky start. Um, actually, no, let me, let me go back here. I had bought in for a total of 2,500 and I had 300 left. And then, um, I went over to the other table. I lost a 300, rebought for 500 more. So then I was in for a total of 3000 and, uh, started playing, um, you know, the next shoe or whatever. And, uh, things started turning up a little bit and I had a nice little run in the middle count was hanging around a true one one and a half um and eventually at the end of a shoe i when the shoe ended was the first time that i was positive for the night after two hours and 30 minutes i was ahead exactly a hundred dollars um i decided to get up i i mean at that point you know how long am i going to be there um how long am I going to let them watch my activity? Uh, all those different things. And they didn't know who I was. Um, so, um, first table, there was an old man on my right and a very young guy on my left. I was in the middle, obviously. And the guy on my left probably hit 10 blackjacks in one shoe. But he was betting the side bets and losing his money. I mean, he was winning almost every blackjack hand and still ended up busting out. Um, the old man that was sitting to my right had said that he had been there for eight or nine hours and he started playing blackjack early in the day. He lived about 40 minutes away and both of them were just smashed. They were so drunk, both of them. And I'm like, you gonna let this guy drive? Oh, I'll be fine. I, I, wait a minute. So he's so drunk he could barely pick up his chips. And you admit that he's drunk. And you know he just said that he lives 40 minutes away. You're not going to even help him out? It's, that's just so much grief.
greed. So much greed. The young guy ended up busting out and leaving. The old man ended up winning. Uh, I think he left ahead like 2100 but he was uh, betting stacks every every hand. Um, when he left, another older man sat down. He bought in for 400 and lost within a quarter of a shoe. So he was gone. Then an Indian guy comes to the table at the start of another shoe, and um, he's betting two hands, then one hand, then betting high, then betting low, staying on 15, doubling 15, all these crazy things. Uh, and then he busted out. And then it was just me at the table trying to, oh yeah, yeah, at the, toward the end of that first table, um, a very overweight man comes to the table, white guy, and sits down, buys in for 4,000, and firsthand he's betting like 12 or 1,300, and then he's raising his bet from there. Um, so, needless to say, he lost that pretty quick, rebought for 3,000 more, lost that. No, he didn't lose that, he actually had a big double down. Um, it was a $1,200 split, and then he doubled one. And uh, the count at that point was like a minus 21 early in the shoe, like a deck into the shoe. And uh, I had nowhere else to go. Don't yell at me. I know. I was betting minimum. Um, and he gets an 11 against a face card, doubles it down, gets a 2. The other hand, I don't know what he got, some terrible hand, also 17 or 18. Um, and the dealer's 10, turns over a 2, and gets a 6-card 22. So sick, this guy wins. It's a swing of $7,200 on that last card that the dealer took. Anyway, by the time I left that table, I went to the other table because I was doing so horribly and the count was negative again. I'm, I cannot take these negative counts, but I have nowhere to go. There's no other tables. I will bet minimum as long as I need to. Luckily, a table opened up. By the time I went over to that table, that guy, I think he had bought in for a total of 9,400, if I recall properly. And then by the time I left, he had like 14,000 in front of him. And by the time I got my money back at the other table and I was leaving at the end of that shoe, this guy was down to his last bet of like four or $500 in black chips. So, you know, it, it's just like you see a big house and you envy those people. You wish you were those people. Oh my God, look at their car, look at their house. And then you find out they have no furniture and they're two months behind on their mortgage. You know, you, you never know. This guy comes to the table, has some decent success. And I'm like, I've been over here toiling and, and working hard and everything else, doing everything I possibly could. I flat bet the first three or four shoes. I never raised my bet above minimum. And then after that, I went one unit higher. That's it um, on the next shoe. That's it, 100 was my high at, at that point. Um, but you do all that and then some guy just comes to the table and has immediate success and you know, you feel bad for yourself, but you get over it when you see that he's a losing player and you're a winning player over time. Um, my uh, spread was one hand at 50 up to one hand at 300, um, and that was it. So, oh, uh, so after all that, I had 3,100 in chips. Um, at 3,000, they ask you for ID. Um, I asked for two $500 chips in the color up. I took 2,600 to the cashier, kept 500 um, in my hands. I like, um, I'm trying to, you know, I, I try to see how much I can, how I can hold the chips in a way that aren't visible and all that in my hands. 
it, we'll talk about that some other time, but you could do like seven or eight chips if you're good in each hand uh, and make it difficult for people to see it. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> that's if, uh, if you're um, putting money away. But um, I go look at some slot machines because I haven't cashed that $500 chip. I'm walking around, I see a machine, 75 cents a spin. I play that. There was two different plays on there. Played both of those at 75 cents and uh, two different machines and ended up ahead like 20 something dollars. I go to another machine, which is one of my favorite machines now uh, because it can be such a good machine if you do it right. Sit down and immediately lose what I was ahead and like 30 more. And now I'm cursing the machine's mother. Um, and as I'm cursing the machine's mother, I'm checking the machine next to it. I see another play there play that one have a nice hit on that one and ended up ahead 223 dollars on the slots so five minutes of slots plus 223 two and a half hours of blackjack plus 100 and i'm moving on to the next spot which is probably going to be abandoned at this time of night but i'm going to take a look and hopefully there's a play or two there i'll be back all right guys i am back one thing i forgot to tell you about the last place that I was just at um, was when I was playing blackjack next to the drunk guy, the younger guy um, to my left. Um, he was asking everyone at the table where they were from and things like that. And of course, I gave my normal lie that, you know, when you go to casinos, you ha have to have your story straight. Where are you from? Why are you here? How long are you here? How come you came in this many days in a row? You need to know all that information and have it come out naturally. You can't have it sound like you're making it up so you have to know details you have to know roads you have to know highways so where are you from i told them my normal lie i know which highway i live off of in my lie i know what city the history of the city um the sports teams in the area all that kind of stuff you have to know it so anyway i told him that and uh he said well what do you do for a living and i said i gamble <laughs> just kidding <laughs> obviously i'd be a terrible gambler and everyone laughed at the table the dealer laughs at the table so um i i just thought that it was the perfect time for me to say that at the table um with these couple drunk guys and this dealer who's a little uneasy because uh everyone's been losing at the table for so long and uh i threw that out there and everybody had a chuckle so Anyway, uh, I went into this next place expecting not to find much, and I was not disappointed. Uh, I found two machines to play, three machines to play. Uh, first machine um, was a great play and easy money, and I lost $30 on it. Um, so uh, then I walk around, look at some far reaches of the place, and there's one machine I'm hoping to find a play on because uh, it can be so lucrative, and it's still very far away. Uh, so still thousands of spins away from being uh, a possibility so I let that go and then I found another machine that was all right not great and ended up losing another $20 on that one uh, maybe 10 so I'm down about 40 at that point and then I find one more machine on my way out and play that and that one paid okay um, and I ended up leaving I believe plus 43 and I, I forget so quickly yeah plus 43 that's why I like to uh, put it in my notepad as I'm walking out of the casino my bet spread how long I played information all that kind of stuff I can just speak it into my notepad and um, then I don't forget so plus 43 there it's after midnight now 
I am at the furthest point right now from home and uh, I have a few more casinos I want to hit um, I need to get to work early in the morning I have to go in the office I can't skip tomorrow maybe I can I, I have no idea but um, at the very least I need to get my stuff figured out and start producing doing the work that this other guy did um, all I have right now is an outline and I haven't actually done any of the work yet so uh, tomorrow I'll get into the office I'll get that all figured out I'll create the documents and all that and uh, that part will be done then I'll have a meeting with my manager and discuss uh, the future and um, how we can distribute other stuff to other people because I don't want to do the work you want to want me to actually work too oh my gosh I, I thought I was just getting a salary so I could gamble but if you want me to work that's gonna cost you extra so I'll have a discussion with him about how to distribute uh, the other work um, right now t temperature is still okay it's 36 degrees and uh, very dark uh, I'm on a highway with very few cars no one in front of me no one behind me um, no just some reflectors in the middle of the road and that's really about it uh, so you got to be careful there's a lot of uh, forest in the area lots of deer could be crossing the, the highway so you just have to be careful so for now I'm gonna let you go and I'm gonna move on to the next place and I'll be back to update you after that all right guys I am back uh, I was in there for a little too long uh, just looking for anything to play and really couldn't find much um, learned some lessons about a, a new machine that I've been uh, experimenting with and overall I've made money on it every time I played it but I learned a little bit more about it tonight and um, just really not much going on in there I'm gonna head over to at least one more spot right now uh, I ended up minus $12 there um, I'm going to go to one more place, take a quick look around, and then figure out what to do from there. So, uh, for now, uh, just moving on, and then I'll be back to update you. Alright guys, I am back. Wow. There's some craziness happening in there. Um, I walk in and look at this one machine. It's a set of three machines and it's got lots of levels on there and I'm looking through everything and I find a play but it's at $16 a spin it's barely there but it could be two or three hundred spins before it hits so I thought about it for a while I said I'll just go around do my other stuff and come back no one's gonna be playing this anytime soon so I, I even left, left it on the screen no one's no one's gonna play it so um, I go to, um, let me think here, I, I went to this first machine, um, there's two of them next to each other, one of them didn't have a play, the other one did, and I played it through, and I think I ended down like 15 or $18, something like that. Um, I walk around, and I see this guy playing this machine, and it's in an incredible position that you rarely see, like... I don't get to play that except maybe once a month that's how rare it is and uh, he's playing it it's at 75 cents a spin and he's playing it and I decided to go do some things because he's got a hundred dollars in there and it's far far from hitting it was uh, about 1200 spins away from hitting so 
the ma that's the maximum it would be 1200 spins so I mean most likely he's gonna have three or four hundred spins uh, before it hits at, at the very very least if he's super lucky um, and I, as I'm on the highway here now I am seeing snow on this part of the highway so I'm not very excited about that and the temperature is 34 so I just gotta watch myself but anyway I go and I find another machine and uh, I play that and that takes me down a big rabbit hole play that for a while finally get done with it and end up exactly in the same spot that I was I, I didn't make a dollar I didn't lose a dollar but wasted a bunch of time on that I mean I got points on my card but I don't really care um, then uh, I go check another machine and I saw something very very strange on this machine normally when this machine hits it takes a while for it to have the opportunity to hit again but like on the same it's hard to explain but on the same screen that it hit it already was showing that it was going to hit again and it was a risky play because normally even when it's in position it's kind of risky anyway and this is something really unusual that i had never seen before so i decided to play it anyway i was in it about eighty dollars or so uh when it finally hit uh and it paid 155 which is about what i thought it would pay um but i was really excited that that worked out and that it paid that much um because it, it can burn you so uh, i go look at a couple other machines and i, I see these one machines that tell you so many times i've said i'm never going to play them again uh but sometimes they're in a certain position where it looks too good to be true i played it and i lost a dollar so it's just more waste of time and uh so I, then i go back and i see the guy still sitting there but i see the jackpot already hit but he's still playing i'm thinking what is wrong with this guy does he not understand what he was doing he must have not understood and just gotten lucky so uh, I wait for him to leave, come back around, I go to the machine, and it must have paid about $350, and he cashed out five cents out of that machine. What a shame, what a total shame. So uh, I just wanted to make sure that I was looking at the right thing. I thought, well, maybe he switched bet levels and I'm seeing something wrong and there's still a play on there. But I walked up and, and he actually did hit it. But I noticed that there was another play another very unusual play um, on the same machine and I personally I've heard of this but I've never actually seen it I've seen something close to this but not this good and it, it is a cue that the next one of the next few spins is gonna hit big and it just to the extent that I saw this was a little ridiculous it didn't I, I was surprised so anyway, uh, that one was uh, about $4 a spin, and within two spins, I hit it, and it paid $357, I believe, and uh, did a couple other small plays on that machine and ended up leaving for the day. Um, see, I, I, I knew this number, and I forgot it already. I had $451, so plus $451 there. Right now, it is after three o'clock in the morning. I am still very far from home. I am low on gas, so 
I'm going to stretch it as long as I can and then get some gas and I think I'm going to head home. Uh, it's been a long day. Tomorrow's going to be a very long, frustrating day without making a lot of money and uh, I probably want some rest here before I go. Uh, tomorrow is the first day that that guy who left is not going to be there. Um, he would get there at 6 a.m. I would get there at 8, but no one else would get there until 9. So I think I'm going to stretch it and go probably 8.45 tomorrow. Get in there, try to do my due diligence, do my best on everything uh, for about an hour or so. And hopefully I can get everything figured out in that hour uh, as far as what I'm working on. And uh, get paperwork drawn up and ready to go and uh, then maybe spend a half hour actually doing the work and then head out to a slots casino and then schedule a meeting with my manager for the afternoon to review the next steps for the other stuff so if i go to him and show that i've already done uh, a bunch of stuff and it's ready to go and i've already sent out the emails and the, all the different things that i need to to all the different departments then i think he's going to be willing to listen to what i have to say and then when I say, you know, assign this to this person and this to this person, uh, he'll probably do it and take some heat off of me. So, anyway, um, that's it for now. If you have any questions or comments, mwusa21 at gmail.com, mwusa21 at gmail.com. See you next time.